When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 412 of the city on a Friday afternoon. Time for a little Sedano Cappy with Beto Duran. Yeah, sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Friday afternoon in the Southland. Meeting some pizza. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey don't call me, mijo. Don't worry about it, man. We are on Otani watch still, I think. <laughs> yes, we are. All weekend. You know what that is? That's a, that's the sound of a blue jay. Is That's that a blue really jay. What it makes the sound it makes. I don't know if it's a mating sound or just a regular sound, but it's a blue jay. Wow, that Shit. would be terrible if that happened. Like to lose to the team that no one would have ever thought that would have no. been coming to hit you in the blind side like no. that. No, no, no. I said it the other day. It was a team that has been cheap lately. There's money up there, but they've been cheap on certain things. But they redid their stadium. They've been spending some money on that. And coming out of nowhere, all right, I can see it. I still don't believe it. Um, oh, you don't believe he's going there? I. It's just because we don't know anything about this guy. It's still, I go back to that. We don't oh, know right. anything we, about we him. We definitely don't know anything. And we don't know his, his circle. We don't know who's around him. And it all, all of today started, George, because somebody on Twitter said, hey, there's a private plane coming out of uh, John Wayne that's right. going to Toronto. Yeah, and that, we found that it was the guy from Shark Tank. Yeah, exactly, the guy from Shark Tank. And then it's been fun. I like it because all day long, everybody's refreshing their phone, right? Everybody's going and checking things out. Everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. You're texting somebody, is this happening or not? And is Toronto a player? It looks like it. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Absolutely. Let, me, let me say something here real quick for the Dodger fans who are just like easily dismissing Toronto just for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> Can just play that all day. That's great. Um, Who searched Blue Jay sound effects? I did. Because I made, I made a promo. Do you want to hear the promo that has not aired yet? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, oh, Stand by. Wait, wait. Play some breaking news. Oh. <laughs> That's why I had to search it. That promo is not real, by the way. You that's are talented. A, you are talented, man. And that's the so- the soundtrack from um, Caddyshack, too, right? Uh, it's, we- the fanfare is called Big Bang. Yeah, right there when uh, the gopher's running around, yeah. he's blowing up at exactly. the end, 18th hole, and he's watching to see if the ball goes in. Well done, Christopher. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I know people are just going to dismiss it because it's Toronto, it's Canada, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I've never seen Canadians get so mad like they're mad at Jerry Hairston right now. Holy moly. They're like wow. nice people and they're pissed. So, Toronto's good. Yes. Like, for, I'm not talking about the city. The city is cool. We just, as we just discussed, the team amazing. is good. They're good. Yep. They're young, right? Like, if you think about it, Dante Bichette's kids there, mm-hmm. right? He's a stud. Uh, Vladdy's kid's there. Yep. He's a stud. He's Canadian. Biggio's kid is good, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not, a, not like a stud, he's stud, solid, but he's good. Uh, they got Varsho. Um, the catcher Jansen is good, yeah, and is. they've got four pitchers, four starting pitchers, all who had over thirty starts, and all with ERAs under four. And they also had George Springer. Remember, he signed that big right, free agent contract. Correct. That's right. right there. So they'll spend money on guys. Like Toronto is a team. It's uh, like I said. Uh, I know 
people in Toronto now because last year I went to Toronto. I worked four fights there, and it's a great city. It's I've always been told it's a clean New York. It's very. I didn't realize how international that city is. How diverse Toronto is because you think Canada, you're just thinking hockey players, right? Like you don't. Here in L.A., we don't know no better, right? And then a good friend of mine, Ricky Romero, played for them. I help out with his foundation, so we have a connection to Toronto because he helps out with the Jays Care, all that other stuff. So you get to know people, and you realize, I've been told, when you play in Toronto, you don't play for one team, you play for an entire country. Correct. It's different. You Remember um, Candy Maldonado? Yeah. So Candy works ESPN Deportes. So right. every now and then I run into him at Dodger Stadium or when I was covering the Dodgers all the time, and Candy would always talk about how great Toronto treated him. I'm like, Kenny, you play for a bunch of different guys. He's like, it doesn't matter. You play in Toronto, you do well, they like you, they always bring you back. Like uh, Barfield and yeah. George Bell, those yeah. kind of guys. Those and, are the guys in the 80s. They, yeah. yeah. Joe Carter's still right. a legend. I mean, of course, of dude. Course. I mean, he won He's that. He's in the Hall of Fame, but yeah. it just, yeah. like, I can see why a guy like Otani, because we don't know much about him, but if you want your privacy, you can go there. And that's what I've been saying. In Anaheim, they let him do whatever he wants. He dictates what he wants. Right. A team like Toronto's going to say, yeah. We'll let you do whatever you want. Right. And they're a good team. Yeah. Like, again, I just mentioned, like, the, you, we, we talked about the hitters, but I, the, the part that we can't omit is that their four starting pitchers that all pitched over 30 games mm-hmm. don't have an injury history, and they all have an ERA. I think the highest ERA is, like, 3.8. And Everyone else is, like, between 3.2 and 3.8, which means they're good. Like, solid to good. They were competing last year for a playoff spot. In the toughest division in the sport. They, they got to the playoff. They were there. They are competing. They were better than Yankees. They were better than the Red Sox. They have the building pieces. And then... Otani's, like, the piece they need. Yeah. So, that guy, um, what was it? Jeff Fry, the guy that hates everything about modern baseball on Twitter. Yeah. Um, he tweeted about how the Blue Jays have the worst facilities in spring training. Yeah, a couple years ago they redid it. It's one of the best Dunedin, in all of yeah. sport in Dunedin. Yeah, it's it, they they've been spending money to upgrade it. So if you can get a guy like Otani, at first I kind of dismissed it. Then you started looking a little bit more, and you're like, huh. I could understand why he'd want to go there. Yeah, I know that Dodger fans don't want to hear that right of course, now because Dodger fans have been thinking that Otani's coming here for the last couple of years. That it's a given well, listen, that he's coming here no matter what. You, and by the way, I would be furious if he doesn't come here. If I'm the Dodger fan, oh yeah, I get that because the idea was they weren't spending because of they this. were saving for this. Yeah, <laughs> so you were you were saving a team that has more money than anyone coming in, arguably, right? Yeah. Was saving money for this, and then you don't land him? If you look at it a baseball-wise only, Toronto's a good up-and-coming baseball-wise team. Oh, no doubt. And if you're oh, a Dodger... All those guys we mentioned outside of Springer are all in their 20s. Yeah. And Clinton Yates actually sent that tweet out today, like, hey, Dodger fans, you got to realize that everybody wants to play for your team or live in your city. Uh, I, I, is that what he said? Because I saw someone in the COT say, Clinton Yates just hates L.A. teams. No, it just, you got to realize, if you're not from L.A., you really don't, it's, you got to be different to live in L.A., to want to be in L.A. A lot of free agents come here for one season that, oh, wow. Oh, what's his face who ended up in the Phillies? Yeah. Did you see Clinton's Trey outfit Turner. today on Around the Horn? I did not. No. Because he came by and popped on the air. Oh, Julian, <laughs> look at my handkerchief. <laughs> oh, he wore a jacket? Yeah, he did. Oh, oh did Ramona shame Ramona him? him? Ramona shamed him? She shamed everybody in Around the Horn. She says that we dress too casual now. No, he was dressed up. He had a blazer on and a yeah. little hanky. Yeah. I think I think that got back to him, Yeah, probably. but then uh, I'm never going to wear a blazer ever again on Around the she Horn. She made fun of him for wearing tank tops, too. Yeah, but then she said that, uh, who's the host? Reality. Oh, he's fine because his, his T-shirts are expensive. Yeah, I told Ramona I'm never wearing a blazer ever no, again. No, that show's casual. 
Never again. It's not Bob Bryan and Plasky anymore, well, right? Back then, yeah. They used to be in blazers back then. They yeah, were like yeah. in suits. Men in blazers? Yeah. Open shirt. Sports, Sports reporters. Good yeah. soccer podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Herc? We got to find that guy. So, by the way, speaking of soccer, did you see, this is a completely random story for just literally 30 seconds. Just what what happened with the with the thirty two fifty two with the LAFC? Oh, because of what happened last uh, the last game in the semifinals, right? They lit up the stadium, so there was a smoke delay, right? And because of that, they're getting no, no, they're getting banned, right? They're, yeah, they're getting banned, right, right. No, I knew the smoke delay part, but well, because I, the thirty two fifty two is the one that caused that. So they're banning just the supporter section. Yeah, the supporter section. So they're coming down. Are people on just allowed to buy those seats? Is my question. I don't know the full details of it, but they're. But that's the thing. It's that goes back to the. Oh, we. They, I mean, they're not playing in Columbus anyway. No, so, but, but for next season, yeah, right? That's the one where like, look at us. With the fan base, everything's out. They've been commercials about them. They yeah. talk about how this is great. Right. How other teams should be doing this. And then they do it, and it's like, we, we want it to be just like Europe. Oh, wait, wait, not too much. Yeah. Oh, not too much. Bring it back a little bit. Like, it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's stupid. If you're going to let them be supporters, be supporters. That's the thing, like, in baseball. Uh, let them play. Be the kids. But not against me. No, I know. I always feel like baseball should be more like the World Baseball Classic. Oh, my Why God. Why the homies got to get out of control, though? They didn't have to shoot those flares. Why not? It's the semifinals. I know, but they know the rules. I mean, I support it, but now obviously uh, there was a rule. Have you seen European basketball? Yeah, no, Cor- so, that's corporate Chris. No, it's not. It's yeah. just we, yeah. they have one rule: don't shoot flares, and they had to shoot flares. That's all. Because the thirty-two fifty-twos is amazing. DeAndre, you ever been in the thirty-two fifty-twos? Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Don't shoot flares. Is that a rule? I think it is a rule. That's how they're getting them. <laughs> they're saying that there's a, a flare rule. It's a soccer match. It's that's what you're gonna do. Let them do it. every flares for everybody. They, they shoot with them. Flare night at LAFC. Why is MLS cracking down on LAFC? They're mad. Well, we'll think about where they did it at. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 By the way, what did Elon do to the community tab? They don't let us live, DeAndre. You know what I mean? I hear you. Wait, I, I'm on my Twitter, and I don't see the community tab anymore. What did I, Elon I, do to Twitter I, took, I burned it down. He put, no, he put this thing called Grox. What the hell is that? It's like some sort of AI thing. Oh, jeez. I mean, what are you doing, Elon? Uh, uh, see, that's why I've been laying low on the community. Because it's like weird. You have to go. I keep getting that trending part. You have to go to most recent. Yeah, it's, it's really annoying. It's I see annoying. stuff from like four days ago. Yeah, what's going on, Elon? Why are you messing with stuff? Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Am I going to have to take the community somewhere else? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you go to Reddit? No. <laughs> oh, by the way. Maybe like Discord or something. I, I got sent a, 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 a message about the Mason Ireland Reddit. Right. My boy Ace said, hey, check out the Reddit. I was like, no, don't. 
And then he sent something else, and he sent the picture after that one. And I'm like, oh my god, don't ever, don't ever send me a message of what I would, because they they hate me on Mason Island. I already know that. Part. They hate all of us. Yeah, but I don't like I don't care. But some of this vitriol that's out there. Well, well members of the COT. Wow, the Reddit them. is terrible. I love that they try to go on there and defend us, but they send me a lot of DMs of like screenshots. I'm like, guys, I don't really I care. I don't care. I mean, yeah. They're I, very obsessed with us, though. Actually, that's no longer the Mason Ireland Reddit page. It's the Sedano and Cap Haters Club. <laughs> <laughs> and they post nonstop. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're talking about me, I'm good. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't well, I don't pay attention to nonsense, so it doesn't really make sense. This a difference. is fun. Hey, Chris, um, are you, look how happy he is right now. Oh, behind the board? It takes me no, back no, to the no. old days. A pig and slop right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because the Dodgers are... Oh, that, oh my well, goodness. You, just, you want Dave Roberts to get fired is what happens. <laughs> if Dave Roberts gets fired, oh. then what's, Then you have no more bits. Oh, we have a great bit. When we'll hold on to it forever. What? As the Dodgers are rebuilding for the next five seasons. Oh, jeez. They're not going to be rebuilding. They're not. They're going to build the gondola. Relax. Here, I can make the case. Here, Here's the positive side to this. I got you. I can make the case that the money that they were to spend on Otani, they can spend it on two pitchers, three pitchers, um, another a, a shortstop, and they may have a better team than anyone in the National League. Who's even their manager? Otani. Who's their manager? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, the front office can has more. Flexibility. You could manage the team, and they would win. Oh, DeAndre, really? You want to go manage the Dodgers with me? Uh, no, thank you. You could be my third base coach, Jack. <laughs> no, no, that's a lot of responsibility. That's oh, not waving in. First base coach is the best. Yeah, you want to be first base. You just base. clap and then put the pad in your back. So there's the there's the sunny side up part of this. I still think that they – but here's the problem. While that could absolutely be true, the vitriol that will be spit at the organization and particularly Dave Roberts um, because of what he said – is going yeah. to – is go, the negative PR behind that will outweigh the – Reality that they probably still will be a better team even if Otani doesn't sign here. Yeah, Robert's going to get hate no matter what. I'm here for it. I got an extra bobblehead. But, I've been saving it for this occasion. But it's one of these deals where this is this is what happens with fandom is that people are irrational and the narrative takes over. Even though I, if they were to sign Blake Snell and give me a, whatever other, give me another good pitcher that's out there right now. They sign two top line pitchers, maybe like a third guy. Um, just in case they have some injury issues, that could be like their kind of swing guy from you know the bullpen or the or, or the fifth or sixth starter. They sign t- a couple of guys. They sign like a, a good shortstop. They're better than they were last year by mm-hmm. a mile. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and then, Otani's not pitching next but, year, but it won't matter because people are still going to be pissed about Otani, no which problem. is ridiculous. But the reality also as well. Oh, I see what he did here. I now I can get to the community from the top of the page. Oh no! But this is just the ESPN Lakers post game. That's yours. Where's the Where's our community? I don't know. I mean, I joked about taking it down. I didn't. But I don't know what Elon. Maybe did Cappy did as a surprise from vacation. How about this? We got to get into Cappy's text message from last night to the group. We won't do it here. We'll do it coming back, George. Yeah. Are you allowed? To? Yeah. I'm not on my desktop version of Twitter. I can't get to the community, but I'm pretty sure I was reading it today earlier on the. I can do it on my phone. I on my it. phone, yeah. Oh, they're messing with you, George. No, I can get it on my phone. I'm good oh, on okay. my phone. But just on the desktop or whatever I can Haters. Get it. It's a fun Friday. I feel good today. It's a feel-good Friday. Oh. So let, let's dive into something that was positive for a moment. Because Trudell's going to join us at 445. All right. Okay. So, Linz, if you want to send him a uh, heads-up text 20 minutes away. Trudell's going to join us at 445. But you and I did the post-game show yesterday. Yes, we did. On what ended up being... An incredible and historic night mm-hmm. for the Los Angeles Lakers. So let's switch to some positivity in a moment. Stick around. 710.
ESPN. You tell us about LAX, though, George. Oh, yes, my home away. Friday afternoon. Little after 4.30 in the Southland on Shinado and Cap. Beto Duran, the Cisco Kid, sitting in for Cappy today. What's up? On this day in 1990, the number one hit, Stevie B. Because I Love You, the Postman song. You know how this goes. Oh, you remember this in I, Afternoon Drive I, back in 1990? I just was Boomer Cervantes at. The booming through the Southland. <laughs> wow. Oh, they're playing this at the hop. The hop put that. Stevie B, baby. Stevie B. That's when back in those days, in the early 90s, there was TV, Stevie B, Timmy T. Yeah, Timmy T. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were, everybody had like one name and a letter. There's a comedian, Concrete. Uh, yeah. He does a bunch of different skits, friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He loves Stevie B, so he did a Stevie B spoof. Oh, dude. It turns out, it was great. It went viral. Stevie B's daughter showed it to him. To Stevie B. And he did not like it. Really? He was like, oh, this guy's making fun of me. And he's like, so he called him. Don't be so Hold serious, on. Stevie B. And then he called him, and Concrete's like, no, 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 no. I love you. I'm a big fan of you. Stevie B's numbers went up. Because he got posted, because nobody thought about right. it right People there. People had forgotten about it. And then Stevie. now they're like homies. Stevie's like, I love you, man. This yeah. is great. This is great. By and the way, shout out to Jimmy Jam. Um, he's, who, on, he, uh, he's a big listener to the yep. station. And um, I know that uh, he texted my guy, Mark Jones. We were doing the game the other day, and he told him, tell Sedano. I said, what's up? So I just wanted to, I told him, to Jonesy, to text him back. And I uh, I want to make sure I tell him, yo, what's up, Jimmy Jam? Jimmy Jam. Beautiful. Yeah. By the way, in the break, we gave away those tickets, two tickets to tomorrow night. Thunder Studios in Long Beach, our friends at Tequila Mandala, putting on another huge boxing event. And Beto Duran's going to be there tomorrow night. Yeah. Right next to the 710 Freeway in Long Beach, uh, CBN Promotions. Good fights. Uh will be streaming live on YouTube. And uh, they, the guy from Tequila Mandala, you know, Beto and Oscar and all those other guys, because Oscar sponsors them, they love it because every now and then I'll just, because it's Different. I can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Right. I'm like, oh man, that guy needs a shot of tequila mandala right now. <laughs> By the way, where is the tequila mandala bottle that was in here? Yeah. Ramona used it for her. They're making new ones with the ESPN LA logo, but we she wanted to donate it for an auction for Daniel's school for a fundraiser. So, oh the, man, the guys I was going tequi- to say if we had an upset today, and Otani picked the show, picked the Dodgers while we were on the air, I was going to say we break it out. Well, I have a, we have other bottles. Oh, can, so can we start drinking right now? Yeah, I mean, you guys can do what you want, but anyway. <laughs> Listen, well, you're I, on corporate, corporate. No, I took a long Friday corporate. lunch. I had a long Friday lunch break. So, <laughs> anyway, we will be giving away more tickets to that cool. throughout the afternoon. Plus, don't forget 12 Days of 710. Listen for uh, Michelle Smallman to give you the cue to call. Do you want to talk about Cappy's text to us last night? Oh, yeah. What is it that he said specifically in the text? He said. I want to, you, you, can, you can quote You him. want to go verbatim? No, go. Go ahead. Stand by. Let me find it here. Because I have not texted in that group chat since. I created a second group chat right. with, pulling- uh, with Beto. He and said, DeAndre, you yeah, and today's show. Here's yeah. the text. We were all texting about uh, something. And then he texts, guys, let's see what time with this was. 8.13 p.m. Because I was at the bar at El Chobo. Guys, I'm signing, signing out until Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were we, hold on. I want to see what signing we were- Signing out. Signing oh, out. Please, we, were talk, we were talking about little Cappy. Please take care of CMM. That's me. DeAndre has been carrying him for days. LB, sadly, Lindsay Baseball, I won't be available. And Lindsay replies back, you're going to be totally out of pocket? And he said, yes. Rare as it may be, yes, out of pocket. Yeah. Ra- like, nothing's going on in sports this weekend, so it's okay. Rachel cracked the whip. Yeah, Rachel said, you will not talk to them anymore. You are done. I am tired of this crap and hanging out with that fat boy, Morales. Yeah, no more of the fat boy. Because, <laughs> you know, every other time he'd be like, 
you know, I'm not like completely oh, out of pocket. Dude, that's, I'm actually available. That is email. legitimately what he says. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's all the time. Text me even, you know, just so you know. I'll I'll be be reachable. Yeah. You Um, know what? He posted... Six hours ago. Uh-oh. What did he post? On his Instagram, happy Hanukkah to all. Oh, wow. That's the nice. menorah. Yeah, yeah. Things out of pocket. Happy you? Hanukkah, by the way, to everyone. Happy Hanukkah. Mm. Uh, Greg, are you going to a Shabbat? No. No Shabbat? Well, he's like, as he likes to say, he's Jewish. He's not Jewish. Yeah, but next week I have a few events where I'll be spinning the dreidel. No, there you go. I bought a Jewish friend. Yeah. Right. Celebrate, man. That's all I'm talking about. Um, so, Lindsay... I feel like you kind of called this yesterday. I don't know if you did it on the air. I know you did it at least to me behind the scenes where you felt we would see the version of LeBron we saw yesterday. Yeah, playoff LeBron. But it's like playoff LeBron light because it's the Pelicans. And you're like, oh, but they're pretty good. And I was just like, yeah, but it's LeBron. He's like, he's trying to prove a point. And he can just still just turn it on. He looked good. He, he looked is fantastic. Like he is. have a great so week. LeBron yesterday scored 30 points in 22 minutes and 32 seconds. That is the fewest... <laughs> minutes he's ever had in a 30-point game and in his career. And it is the fastest 30-point game as far as minutes in a game since they started tracking minutes in the 1951 That's season. That's crazy. Yeah. The oldest guy in the league yeah. looks so good. Yeah. I know he's getting those MVP chants. You're like, ah, a little too early for that. But no, he really looks like it right now. Right he's now, playing yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And like I've been saying the last couple uh, Laker talk shows, if you're gonna call and complain about LeBron, just don't right now. Like, there's you can always find something, right? If you're a LeBron hater, you're always gonna find something. You're gonna be, like, oh, he had too many turnovers. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. You are beyond nitpicking right now. If you're not enjoying anything that LeBron James is doing, and he's doing this because the team needs him. It's not like he's showing off and getting garbage points and garbage time. Oh, no, they need, no, they need yeah. him yeah, to yeah. get that. That's yeah. why yesterday they were down by one at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, and what did you see him? Taking charges, getting up, and after one of the charges, ran down the court like he was eight years old, like yeah. like he was Mateo Sedano taking a charge. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron took three charges in the first half. Was it three? Yeah, he had taken three the whole season to that point. Yeah. Um, LeBron yesterday, and I know Dead Mia. Oh, you're just gonna give all the credit to LeBron? Yes, I yes. actually had, yes, yesterday yes, I am yes. gonna give all the credit, and and to every LeBron. other night yeah. because I have two eyes. Um, unlike you, clearly you don't have two eyes that work. Man, you love case. going after Dead Meow. I love it. I do. I love a little. I love. I love to get a little Dead Meow. And going. Dead Meow digs in on his own he's, take. Yeah, so he's good. also a LeBron hater. I feel yeah, like. he, he digs in on his hater. own. I, yeah. It's good banter. He is. It's fine. by the way, LeBron. He can is, take it. LeBron is the first guy to ever do 
all of this, right? Most points on either team, most assists on either team, no. best field goal percentage no. on either team, best three-point percentage on either team, best free throw percentage on either team, um, most free throw attempts on either team, and fewest turnovers on either team, all in one game. Every night you can find a brand new stat that LeBron is just broken. By the way, Tim in the OC in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says LeBron playing so well, even Dead Meow had to praise him. <laughs> <laughs> so you see? He wrote that as I was as I was saying yeah. it in real time. Like I said, I was on a Spectrum Sports the other night with uh, Gator and Mike Bresnahan, and we were talking about on the podcast yeah. that you got to appreciate it. By the way, I love that you're on that podcast. Oh, I'm back there. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the mix, baby. Yeah. Uh, but I love that you can go and take the digs at people who are always going to, hey, but LeBron this, LeBron that. You know, why don't you shut up right now and just enjoy that you're watching greatness? Yeah, man. Like in sports, we get so caught up in what they're not doing. When you realize, just appreciate this right now. Yeah. Cherish him, fantastic. Really and I'm not is. the biggest LeBron way, fan. I bet but you, dude, but, at 39 doing this. But if you were gonna, if if you would ask those same Laker fans, okay, if you could have one more day to watch Kobe in his prime, mm-hmm. or Magic in his prime, mm-hmm. or Kareem in his prime, yeah. right? Like you, or Shaq in his prime, right? Like if you could, add, those same Laker fans would take that one day. Again, a million times over. So, yes, to your point, appreciate it. This is when I knew LeBron was going to be locked in. It was legitimately the first play of the game. He posted up the first mm-hmm. play of the game. LeBron doesn't post up never. until the playoffs start. Okay, yeah, Never. Like, he never posts up in the regular. The last time I think I saw him post up in the regular season was like 2014. Okay? Like, I'm not even exaggerating I when I say that. I can tell you. That's something you don't even look for. Like you, you the look first for, play of the game? You look for LeBron in the perimeter the, uh, up until the last two minutes, maybe. Right. But the first play of the game, he posted yeah. up, and I knew that they were... And then he was... They were beating guys down the court. Yeah. Uh, and look, the Pelicans... I'll say this. The flip side of it, Zion, what wow. a disappointment. I, 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 Shaq... I thought what Shaq said. I don't know if we have the audio. I have it. Yeah. yeah it's what, a little tough with the yelling in the background, yeah. but it's still good. It's still Shaq, great audio. And, you know, Shaq, people, I was waiting for, like, Shaq to do, like, a punchline, yeah. but he was not, he was talking from the heart about Zion, and I think that with Zion, as an NBA fan, forget, to take Laker fandom out of it or whatever your fan, your fandom is, like, Zion is was supposed to be the next coming, yeah. and we've seen it in spurts, but this was, in theory, the biggest stage in the NBA career of Zion, and he fell flat on his face. So I'm glad Shaq, Shaq said this. I want to make some points about Zion. Okay. But it's not a diss. It's going to be a lesson from one great big man to another guy that could be a great big man. Just not run hard. I had the same problem my first second year. I thought I was running hard. Because Charles talked about this all the time. My time ain't going to get me 20. But when I start going to 20, 30, and 40, it's because I start doing certain things. He doesn't create easy points for himself. I saw a couple of times we had a couple guys at the basket. He don't seal. Right? He doesn't demand the ball. Like, you got a small guy, and we talk about all the time, barbecue chicken alert. Charles talk about all the time, you can't let a little guy guard you. And he doesn't have that look. Like, I'm not the greatest athlete ever, but I know a look when I see it. In every sport, I know a look. Tiger Woods had that look. Jack Nicholson had that look. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he just doesn't have that look, and he doesn't rebound. He does not rebound. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching. Because, you know, Charles is on him because, you know, that's Charles's category. I don't want to be on that hard, but he's not But ready you're yet. saying this also because he could because be the he could be the best player in the league. In the league. In the league. league. Yes. In not, the league. Not, not an in all-star. The, the, the best player so, in the league. Again, 
I was just like him, so I don't want to sit up here, you know, like I was just like that, but, you know, people used to, like, pull me to the side. You know, I had a guy named Brad Seisler. He used to always say, hey, man, okay, you had 24 points, but you're not as working as hard. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, so once he decides to get that killer and, and go for it, he's going to be a dangerous yeah, man. Yeah, but huh. he, he doesn't have it right now. There's no question about it. So I thought that was as thoughtful of analysis that I've ever heard on anyone from Zion. Because what you get from Zion on the analysis is usually the same thing. Oh, his weight, his this, his that. And that's obvious. But what Shaq is telling you is not any of that stuff no. that you normally get with him. It was the effort that he was talking about. Right. Like he said his talent alone is going to get him and 20 by the way, just also, by showing up. And reading the game. Like what he said about you got a smaller guy on you. You got to go get him. You know what I mean? Like So like I thought that was some of the most thoughtful analysis I've heard on Zion. Wait, I've never been around Zion. I haven't. Up close, you have very brief. Okay, is he that much overweight for his size? He's he needs to trim down now. Like I, Michael was saying, at least twenty. I would say so, but I've been probably saying that since the beginning. Yeah. Um. Here, here's what I would say. Would that help him? I don't. I think so. Um. I I think so. I just think that he's got a body type that's going to be hard to do wow. that. If you watch him, he's built like a defensive tackle. Mm. Like it, he would be a great nose tackle in the NFL. Okay. Like no question. Um, he's like six four and change, and like three something. You know what I mean? But like, he needs to be like two eighty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he could be like two eighty, two eighty five, he'd be a monster. What he said though about him being the best in the league—that yeah. possible? Really? Yeah. That good? Yeah. He could be that dominant. Yeah. Um, because I don't watch many Trudeau Pelicans there? games. Yeah. Let me ask Trudell. Okay. Trudell, you were there. Mike Trudell, everyone's favorite sideline reporter. From uh, yeah, Spectrum except Sports. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for Cappy. You're right. He's he, not here. He actually, he had, uh, who did he have? It wasn't Lisa, uh, most recent ranking. It was. Um, changed it. That's right. It was uh, from Fox Sports. Um, Carissa Thompson? No, 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 no. no. Uh, Christina Pink? <laughs> no. Uh, Pam, Pam Oliver. Oliver. Pam Oliver. He had Pam oh. Oliver number one recently. Um, oh, yeah. That's legend. Yeah, right. Lisa, two. Uh, had me three and Trudell four. I was very disappointed what in his hater. rankings. Yeah, I was very disappointed. So Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Trudell, yeah. you're in Vegas. Is Otani playing blackjack with you? <laughs> uh, I, as, as somebody who now pulls for the Dodgers, um, I cannot answer that question. Oh, okay. All right, so there you go. Uh, put that on Twitter, Beto, that uh, Otani is playing blackjack uh, at the moment in Vegas. With, right, with Trudell. So, with Zion. Uh, I don't know if you heard the Shaq analysis or saw it after the fact. I thought it was some of the most thoughtful stuff we've had on Zion because usually it's just jokes about his weight. Um, but, yeah, I think whether it's effort or just reading the game, um, he was not there yesterday, and I thought that was a huge missed opportunity for him because, in essence, that's really the biggest game in the NBA career he's had that he's played in. Well, first of all, I just want to say I'm a man of the people right now, like Beto Duran walking. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Las Vegas trip just to try to get the proper ambiance yeah. for this ESPN hit, um, knowing the gravity yeah. of Beto joining the show. Now, as far as Zion goes, I think that we're being a little bit uh, unfair to LeBron sucking the life out of Zion and the Pelicans. 
I mean, I think what did you say? So you guys were talking earlier about LeBron and yes, the points and that was amazing and he made all the shots. But when he started the game by defending Zion, which he wouldn't always do in a regular season matchup, and he was playing so far off him, not just to encourage the jump shot, but to say, "Go ahead, you want to drive into me?" And then he took a charge, and I think it just got so far to Zion's head. He's like, "Well, what, what am I supposed to do?" And LeBron's getting all the way to the rim on the next trip. So I, I think that this was LeBron and AD having been in real battles before and showing the Pelicans, hey, this is the next level of it, and they were shell-shocked. And so I, I just don't – yes, Zion should take some heat for it, but I think that more of the credit uh, goes to LeBron, and, and all of those playoff experiences aren't for not guys. Like, these are the types of times when they show up. Mike, yesterday you were there. You weren't working TV. By the way, that is now the most thoughtful analysis on Zion yeah. I've heard. Shaq is now number two. Yeah. Okay, there you go, Trudeau. So you weren't working TV Thanks, yesterday, Trudeau. so – you didn't have to get suited and booted, but you wrote the gamer for NBA.com, and I read that. Trudell, when you are working the game like you were last night and you're writing it, how do you look at it different when you're covering the game on TV, when you're writing, to see what LeBron did last night? Well, Beto, it's a good nuanced question. Now, I will say, we still do do the Spectrum pre- and post-game show, which I, I would have appreciated you watching, especially since you were on Spectrum this week. It sounds like <laughs> was. you were watching TNT. Exactly. Like you weren't watching my hits. Uh, and well, I Cappy told me I'm not allowed to root for you. And, and I, did break, I did even break out the Chicago one, so the color combo with the, with the tie, wow. and you didn't notice that. That's fine. That's fine. The writing question, though, was a good one. I mean, I, so, the, Beto, even if I'm not writing for the website, I'm always doing some elements of writing because my tweets over the course of the game end up being close to a game story. So I'm kind of taking the same notes that I usually would. What I don't like about not having the game on Spectrum is that I don't have a monitor uh, in front of me so that I can see the, the TV angles and the TV replays, which sometimes give a little bit of a different perspective from the live view. Uh, and, you know, George, I know you can write, relate to this, right? Like when you're there and you've got it, yeah. you're just so much more locked in. And, okay, let me see this replay. Was he out of bounds or not? Instead of having to, like, look on Twitter um, or ask somebody at home, hey, did you see that? Did he really step in the end line? So that's the only real difference, Beto. I mean, just like you when you're covering any of the numerous sports that you cover um, as, a, as a solid professional for so many years, Thank you know, you. you're locked in, man. No, Thank matter, you. No, matter, no matter what medium that you're servicing, you're locked in. Buddy. All right, but last night, though, you're watching LeBron. you got to have a couple moments like, damn. Like, this is different. No, a lot of moments. A lot. So I was sitting next to uh, McMenamin and, and Dan Wojcicki, some of those guys, and, and these are guys like me that have been to a lot of games. And there were several moments where we just sort of looked over each other, like, "Damn, man, he is still." In the way that Anthony Davis started to do the LeBron's new thing, right? The, the kind of loco, like the the circle around the ear. Uh, do you have a name for that, guys? I don't no, yet. I, yet. I, I don't know. Okay. You should ask him okay. what it is. Like, why that? Why don't you ask him that? One of those walk offs or something. Well, that's true. Unless it's on ESPN and you're doing the walk-up, and then it's your job. But one of us will get that done. One of us will do it. Yeah, I mean, what's the celebration, were, right? Yeah. There were many moments, though, uh, like that. And I think uh, I, I thought I heard Lindsey was the one that called this, right? He entered into playoff LeBron mode. And to me, the biggest difference, though, is not the shot-making. Again, just to restate my earlier point because I really want to emphasize it, it's that you can see how he's defending. That's the biggest difference between LeBron regular season and LeBron getting to the postseason. George, you watched that in Miami. Like in the, he's doing that every game back in those days, and now how could he? That's part of the reason that he has Anthony Davis. Mike Trudell, everyone's favorite sideline reporter with us here. He is in Vegas on the strip at the moment, uh, perhaps playing blackjack with Shohei Otani. We don't know. Uh, he will not confirm nor Can't deny. Confirm. Nor no. deny, actually, no, either. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, Tyrese Halliburton is an interesting conundrum for the Lakers because um, I think he is 
arguably as good a pick and roll player as there is, particularly at that age, when you consider like how young he is still in his career. How do you think the Lakers need to guard him, particularly in that pick and roll? Well, here's the good news for the Lakers, because you're not wrong, George. He's awesome, uh, and especially in the screen roll. But the Lakers happen to have the best screen roll defender on the planet uh, in Anthony Davis. And if you think back to last year's game, first of all, the home game was the buzzer beater, right, by Nembhard, and that was, a, that was a rough loss for the Lakers. They got back at him, though, in Indiana, and Halliburton actually called for a switch um, over and brought AD over, thinking that he could try to break him down up the dribble, and AD swatted him uh, to win the game. So he like it's it's one thing when Halliburton is getting Brooke Lopez up in the coverages, which I thought I thought Milwaukee should have involved Giannis more. Yeah. Um, instead, it was Lopez, and he was just finishing. Like Breen had the joke right about how if he if he had cut his nails, he would have gotten his fingers on the ball. Well, Anthony Davis will get his fingers on that. Uh, it, he just is he's the best at doing it. Halliburton is one of the best operators, so I think that's kind of the central. That's certainly the central battle. And how often can the Lakers get AD in that spot? as opposed to Miles Turner trying to pull him out. That's one thing. Uh, the thing on the other side is just, though, Indiana doesn't have much for LeBron, in terms, especially this level of LeBron oh, and getting to none, the rim. Nothing. So, yeah. so to me, that's like where this game pivots, is that the Lakers at least have a credible answer uh, to make things more difficult on Halliburton. And I don't know that the Pacers do anything to make things difficult on what the Lakers want to do offensively, which is mostly like attack the rim. And the Pacers try to take away threes and force you to drive. And, you know, that plays kind of right into the Lakers' hands. I actually love this potential matchup, although I know the, I'm sure people in the league would have rather Giannis versus, and Dame versus AD and LeBron. I, I love Because I think this Indiana team, um, and you know how high I am on Halliburton because I have him on my fantasy team in your league. So I, I have been a oh, Halliburton guy for a, couple, for a couple years now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, But with that said, I look at them as – I don't know if I would say an exact comp, but like a, a diet OKC in the Eastern Conference. Like, I think what they're building can be something that is sustainable in regards to being a competitive team in the Eastern Conference for many years to come. Well, the biggest thing they did was find a star that they didn't draft. Uh, and, and they got him, of course, in the trade with Sacramento. And I, I get a lot of people saying that, you know, the trade was... That both teams I, won, right. Yeah, I, get, get out of here with I, that. Yeah. I think the Pacers won. Yes. I, mean, I get that it's helped, it helped Sacramento make the postseason in some senses, but I'd still rather have Halliburton and Fox and then yeah. get, some, get some stiff big, you know, to just sort of run screen roll. And, like, I, I don't know. So, I'm just I, you and I are higher on Halliburton than most, although maybe that's changed, George, in these last couple of days. So, like, that, that to me, though, that Indiana team, whether it's sustainable, I mean – I, it's they're not quite OKC in that they don't have the same wing personnel. No, uh, they no. Can sort of play diet, two ways. Di- diet version. Di- look, Ben Ma- Ben Matherin needs to take another step, which he looks like he's regressed a little from last year to yeah. to be able to be in that in that conversation. That's why I say like no, a diet. But version. You're right. Yeah, we basically agree, right? And and I and I do. I'm a big Miles Turner fan too. I, I love the fives yeah. that can stretch the floor that don't need the ball. They can also dive to the rim and protect the rim and switch out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan um, of what they're building. And I, so I, I'm essentially disagree with you. All right, Miklo, take me to the in-season tournament. You're in Vegas right now. You're not supposed to be there this time of year, right? You're not supposed to be doing this. What was it like talking to the players? Like, do they, and obviously they care now, but have you seen the buildup? Does it feel different or is it just another game? No, it does feel different. And, I, Beto, this is where it's, I'm kind of like this whole in-season tournament thing. I have been discussing with the players before the players really knew what it was 
And how could they have? I had the advantage, uh, in like George in some ways, I'm sure with his ESPN NBA meetings, the NBA broadcast meetings really like uh, put this thing out clearly for all of us um, back in September, what exactly it was going to be, why they thought it was going to be a success, and especially for somebody who's a soccer guy in, in the in-season you know, cups and such, like the FA Cup in England. So I have been, I have been essentially like trying to push the agenda with the players so that they got the gravity of what this can be. And I, I know some people are still going to be slow to adopt it. For example, Michael Thompson, I've been working on it. He will never acknowledge it, uh, but I have broken it down some. It, it's like over time, this, the import of this just builds year by year. And I think that the, the biggest testament to it so far is that LeBron, even though sometimes he has dismissed it a little bit and said, look, I'm not going to put pressure on my guys, he has played like this is a serious thing. And what a great way for the league to have the ambassador and LeBron and leading the way there and sort of showing the value. Because, I mean, guys, you both know me. I've been trying to get Sedano to, to bring me to pickleball just so that I can try to beat him. I mean, if there's, if there's an elimination tournament, I don't care what it is, you should always want to win. Yeah. It just, that's just light. Like, that's, that's what competition is about. That's what sports is about. Okay. And the in-season tournament gives a chance to do that. Listen, when I'm down to just one sport and this bowl season is over in December, turn the calendar turns, we are going pickleball. And oh, Beto, yeah. you can come to the spot. You're coming that's to the spot. home court. Beto will be there. We'll get a fourth player and we'll play. How about that? All right, let's do it. Uh, how about Morales? Um, and I'll even be on Morales' team. Oh wow! Oh. Make it seems like you're just like some like. Well, I've never played pickleball though. Well, that's not good. You don't want. That's Trudeau. how good you're so too competitive for Trudeau. I've only, played, well, I've only played one time. I've only played one time. Yeah, uh, that's why I'll show you how to swing the racket or whatever it's called. <laughs> Bye, Mike. <laughs> All right, Trudell. Me, me against Sonato and Beto, Chris, you just drink beers and smoke cigars on the sideline and make us laugh. That's Winner. beautiful. There Bye. you go. All right, bring home the cup, all right? All right, guys. Later. See ya. There he is, everyone's favorite sideline reporter, Mike Trudell. Uh, real quick, Beto, let me tell you about my friends at NextGen, my guy Ishmael. The- Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.